Hello, listeners. My name is Mark, and I am the host of the RBFTT podcast, also known as Rangers Battlefield for the Truth. You can listen to this podcast via Spotify, which you can find a link to that in the bio section of my Facebook X account, which is also known as Twitter, and my Instagram account. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, 2023. And being recorded today is episode 116, titled Hang Em All. In this final episode, I will be discussing why the only option we have left in defeating this corrupt government we call a democracy is by the average American becoming judge, jury, and executioner. FTT podcast. You know, my last episode was 115. That was on October 10th last month. So it's been nearly a month since my last episode where I discussed the Hamas terror attacks against Israel and how everyone now wants World War III in the name of Islam, Judaism, Christianity. <clears throat> they want it for their control over the city of Jerusalem. They want it for the excuse to have a war with Iran, to collapse the Middle East, to collapse the United States. There are many different reasons on why these politicians and warmongers want this conflict to spread to World War III. Now, over this past month, I've had many topics I've wanted to discuss, but I started to think back to why I started this podcast in the first place. I started it back in November of 2021, and the goal was to help spread the truth about how COVID was not as dangerous as they made it seem, and how the lockdowns destroyed more lives than it saved, and how the masks actually made you more susceptible to getting sick, 
how the COVID vaccines are poison and how the died suddenly cases were linked to the vaccines. <clears throat> Since then, I've strayed away from those, the topic of COVID and moved on to issues with Joe Biden, the pull-off from Afghanistan, you know, potential war with China, the Ukraine-Russia conflict, the most recent one with uh, Israel. And not saying that <clears throat> all of those conflicts aren't important to talk about, but as I've said before, You know, I've always known that this podcast was going to come to an end one t- at some point. Um, I'm not making money off of it. I'm not saying that I, you know, need to make money off of it or anything like that. But, you know, I'm not like Joe Rogan or anything where, you know, I have a contract that I needed to fulfill or anything like that. Or I need this to pay my bills. I did this solely to bring about awareness and have it linked to my social media accounts so that I can bring about awareness of the COVID madness and really largely the vaccines. And I've done, you know, I've gotten over a hundred viewers over a hundred plays on my episodes, some followers on Instagram, a couple hundred on Facebook, whatever. You know, and they share my content, and that's great. Uh, I've, I've even have a friend who, uh, actually two of them, who they won't come out and say, I mean, they never will. They won't come out and say, hey, I uh, taking that vaccine was a mistake. But they don't, because I've been constantly feeding them information, on the side, I mean, they, they kind of realize now, uh, you know what, these vaccines don't work as well as what I thought they would. I got one friend who has now decided to, he's not vaccinating his child as his wife wanted him to, and they were planning on and now they're not. So it's like what I said before, Even if I could just do this to get <clears throat> to one person and that, well, you know, one person listens to this podcast and then they go in, they find the information I'm talking about and they spread the podcast, spread the information, spread the post that I have on my Instagram. And then now you have another person who gets that information and another pretty soon it's hundreds, of thousands, right? That's the goal. But since then, I haven't really been talking too much about the COVID vaccines. I've transformed into an overall political podcast. And I'm just not going to... That wasn't the goal. I'm not going to do that for years to come. Uh, Much like... It's much like how I've transformed in my opinion, on voting and the political system. 
since 2015, I have transformed from a voter from the Democrat Party and a CNN viewer to a Fox News viewer and a MAGA loyalist transformed to just a regular Republican voter transformed to an independent slash libertarian voter to now I've completely transformed into an anarchist. And when I mention to people that I'm an anarchist and I don't plan on voting ever again, they get wide-eyed and confused because when majority of Americans hear the word anarchy, anarchism, anarchist, uh, or they see the black flag, and then you kind of combine it with, yeah, I don't vote. They immediately think of Antifa and burning down cities with Molotov cocktails. Now, if you watch and listen to the mainstream media, which you shouldn't, uh, they will tell you that anarchists want a world filled with chaos, murder, and lawlessness. That's the brainwashed version of anarchism. True anarchists are not a bunch of lawless maniacs running around throwing Molotov cocktails through the windows of random small businesses or looting fucking targets. What we believe is that the black flag represents anti-government, defunding the IRS, defunding the FBI and CIA. No more of these fake elections being run by these fake politicians. Not being forced to pay for law enforcement that is never held accountable for their actions. Uh, Not being poisoned by by the FDA and CDC and So on and so on. Now, you're thinking, man, I never do anything involving anarchy. Well, think about it. What have you done lately that would possibly make you an anarchist? And, And it doesn't have to be anything big. Right. I'll give you some. I'll give you some big examples. Um, I'll give you some really small examples too. So this is something everybody can go do. Um, lying on your taxes—that's a big one. Drinking raw milk, selling raw milk, going to the gym and getting fit, eating healthy, living a long life, not living off government and state handouts, not voting. Not joining the military, not trusting or supporting the police, that you don't have any choice in and because your taxes pay the police. So, you know, I always find it funny when they say defund the police, but defunding the police would mean that we wouldn't pay taxes anymore because taxes fund the police. Um, owning a gun and ammunition. All those things could be examples of anarchy. You're basically doing the opposite of what the government and politicians want you to do. And yes, going to the gym and getting fit is anarchy. I don't know if you've noticed, if you've looked around, 
you lately uh and seeing how many obese people there are in this world and what they sell at the grocery store um yeah it, it it uh and what they talk about with the fda and the cdc and big pharma like no one talk about eating healthy and getting into shape in fact they're promoting the complete opposite so yes going to the gym getting fit eating healthy living a long life that's all that's all you're an anarchist if you go to the gym you're fit guess what you're an anarchist um Here's another one. How about speeding? When you're driving on the highway at a speed limit of the average is 65 miles per hour on the highway throughout, throughout most of the country. Uh, do you maintain a speed limit of 65? I mean, maybe you're an old woman and you drive solely in the fat in the, uh, the slow lane at 60. Um, but majority of Americans don't. Um, you ignore it and you continue to push it to 80 miles an hour, 85. Sometimes some of you motherfuckers even go 90, 95. Every time you go over the speed limit by five miles an hour. So when you get a ticket, I don't know if you've ever seen, if you ever got a speeding ticket, it says on the speed ticket, depending on how much you owe on the speeding ticket depends on how fast you were going five miles over the speeding limit, 10 miles over the speeding limit, 15 or 20, 25. So if you go technically based off the ticket, based off what the, uh, law enforcement, um, their practices of robbery, uh, 70 miles an hour is speeding. So, Anytime you go 70 miles plus on the highway, you're participating in, in anarchy. The point is this. I've fully realized that there is no political solution to our problems in this country. That we continue to naively think this is a free country. It's not. And with World War III, the 2024 election, a potential civil war, the collapse of the U.S. economy, gun confiscation being threatened as more FBI brainwashed MK Ultra psychos conduct more mass shootings, and as digital currency becomes more of a reality around the corner, I simply just do not have the time anymore to continue to wake people up and maybe it's not even the time because I kind of do, but it's just at this point, my original goal of helping spread the truth about the dangers of COVID vaccine is completed. The people who are awake will forever be awake. There's no going back. And the people who willfully and ignorantly remain blue pilled will never be woken up. And if they ever do awaken, it'll most likely be too late for them. And I know that a part of me says I have to continue to wake people up because at one point I was asleep and in the Matrix too. The difference is 
that that was prior to the year of 2020. In the last four years, we've seen stolen rigged elections, extreme hate towards another political party, Trump supporters, riots and looting by the Black Lives Matter terrorist organization, the madness, the lies, the corruption, the propaganda and evil from the COVID pandemic, the war propaganda from Ukraine, inflation at its highest in 50 years, censorship from social media platforms and mainstream media, the Israel conflict and the war propaganda from that, and now we are on the brink of World War III. So if you haven't been woken up from any of those events, then there is no podcast or person or company or whatever that can wake you up. And I don't, as I said, I don't make money from this, so it's not like I'm Joe Rogan or even the people in InfoWars that need to continue to produce shows to fulfill a contract or continue to pay their bills. This is it. This is the final episode. Um, I hope that not only this episode, you know, you'll you'll learn something from maybe the past episodes you've learned something from, but you know, I, I've hoped that, as I said, any of the past 115 episodes from the last two years, you were able to learn something and share that information to someone else and bring them to a higher understanding of what's going on. But, okay, let's get into some news and sound clips. As I was saying earlier, people are starting to wake up, and those who have not woken up will never be woken up. Uh, Here's a clip of Tim Kennedy, who is a former Green Beret, a former sniper, and UFC fighter, talking about World War III, that conflict that's right around the corner, and also talking about in another clip on Joe Rogan experience about how we're going to have a really bad year. And he's talking about 2024. Okay. Just kind of a little thought here as we are, you know, staring directly into the eyes of the enemy that might be world war three. Um, maybe we should stop talking about toxic masculinity and instead we should Make sure every young man in America is transformed into an absolute savage. I'm talking like just a badass that walks around, not looking for a fight, but man, he's just totally down for it, you know? Um, yeah. You know, it is in light of what just happened in Israel, where you know, they flew paragliders over borders, over walls, and they, they crashed through walls, and then they were able to kill 1,400 people in one day. And then you look at the number, and that was that was 1,000 insurgents total. Um, and then you look at the number of people that have been coming over the border for the past three years that we know are radicalized, that we know are on watch lists. Um, it is, uh, it, it is, it should scare the pants, like to scare, the, scare you to death. Position that we're at, we're gonna have a real bad year. God damn it! Yeah. Where are the masculine men ready to fight World War Three? Where are the masculine men ready to confront the bad year that will be twenty twenty four? 
hard times create strong men. Strong men create good times. Good times create weak men, and weak men create hard times. We are about to find out real soon how many strong men we have left in this country. It's all coming to an end soon. For 2020 until 2021, the tombstone for the United States is being constructed, and it said, here lies freedom. From 2022 to 2023, the hole was dug. Next year, in 2024, the coffin will be built. And in 2025, the body will be placed in the coffin. The coffin will be lowered in the hole. And the hole will be filled up with dirt. And surrounding the gravesite, looking down at what was once a great country, will be the smiles and tears of joy from China, North Korea, Russia, the Middle East, illegal immigrants, Mexican cartels, corrupt Democrats and Republicans, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, the World Health Organization, and everyone else who knowingly and unknowingly teamed up with the New World Order. That is what we are facing. And as we are facing this threat of collapse, we are still at the end of 2023 not able to hold anyone accountable or accept the truth of what happened during the COVID madness. I want to end this episode with this sound clip and discuss it afterwards. It's a clip from Professor Galloway, who teaches at New York uh, University, NYU. He talks about grace and forgiveness from the COVID mistakes on the Bill Mayer show, I believe it was just a week ago media algorithms that get more engagement and more Nissan ads if they call out people and really make them look as stupid and as mean as possible. I was on the board of my kid's school during COVID. I wanted a harsher lockdown policy. And in retrospect, I was wrong. The, the damage to kids of keeping them out of school longer was greater than the risks. But here's the bottom line. Myself, our, our great people, the CDC, I'd like to think the governor, we were all operating with imperfect information and we were doing our best. So, I, I, it's, it's, so, so let's, but let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's learn from it. Let's hold each other accountable. But let's bring a little bit of grace and forgiveness in the yeah. shit show that was COVID. In retrospect, we were wrong. The great people at the CDC. We were all working with imperfect information. We were doing our best. Let's learn from it and hold each other accountable. Let's bring a little grace and forgiveness to the shit show that was COVID. You know, how many of those people in the audience that night who clapped, demanded lockdowns, demanded that small businesses be shut down for the greater good, demanded and heavily supported mass mandates and anyone who didn't comply 
was to be fined and arrested. How many demanded and heavily supported the unvaccinated to be forced to take the vaccine? And if they didn't, they would lose their jobs, access to their children, kicked out of college and lose out on their education, shunned from society, and even demanded that the unvaxxed be sent to re-education camps so the vaccinated could return to normal. It wasn't that these people were retrospectively wrong or working with imperfect information or even doing their best because they all had the correct information from medical, medical experts who were saying that lockdowns won't work. Masks don't slow or stop the spread of COVID. These vaccines are dangerous and will cause myocarditis. They were told the truth and given the correct information from the start of the pandemic to the end of it. And what did they do to those people? They censored them. They fired them from their jobs. They canceled them, shunned them from society, fined them, and in some cases even arrested them for their free speech. Then after the truth tellers were silenced, the people who in retrospect were wrong proceeded to lie about the effectiveness of the lockdowns, the masks, and the vaccines. So, fuck your forgiveness and your grace. Because you still think that there are great people who work at the CDC and that all of a sudden COVID was a shit show that you had no control over. It was a shit show because people like you made it into one. And you state that you want to learn from it, but so far, since no one has been held accountable for the failed lockdowns that destroyed millions of lives, the mass mandates that were tyrannical, and you all had the information that clearly proved masks would not slow down or stop the spread of COVID, and you did it anyway. Uh, you had plenty of experts in the medical field that warned you of all the dangers from the COVID vaccines, and you still mandated it to every, every single fucking American. So clearly, no one has been held accountable, and you haven't learned anything from the tyrannical madness that was COVID. Ask you something a little bit out of the ordinary. So prepare yourself. <laughs> at this point, we're living under a corporate and medical fascism. This is tyranny. When do we get to use the guns? No, and, I, and, I, and I'm not, that's not a joke. I'm not saying it like that. I mean, literally, where's the line? How many elections are they going to steal before we kill these people? So, When do we get to use the guns? You know, while some of us are asking ourselves, when do we commit acts of violence towards those who have caused us harm? There are people who have caused us harm who are now acting ignorant to what they have done and are asking the harmed for grace and forgiveness. The decision we have to make, the people who have been harmed, the people who continue to have their cheeks spread open unwillingly, 
to the people who just want to be left alone is not the if, but the when. Not if we commit violence, but when we decide to commit violence. I, I can't tell you when that moment will be or how you should do it, but I can tell you that the moment is rapidly approaching. And all I ask from those who decide that enough is enough, that you target that rage under those who are responsible. Don't go out and be an FBI MK Ultra puppet and randomly kill innocent people at a restaurant, a mall, or club, or a school. We've seen that multiple times and it accomplishes nothing. Target the IRS, the FDA, the CDC, the FBI, politicians, Bill Gates, Dr. Fauci, etc. You get where I'm going with it. If they come and arrest you, it's better that instead of allowing them to arrest you and have corrupt judges decide your fate, that you resist arrest and take out as many corrupt police officers as possible. It could be tomorrow that we decide this. It could be next year, 10 years from now. Who knows? The time will come for you to make a decision. Either live in a country where you and your child get drafted into World War III because some corrupt politician decided that they want more money and control um, you know, living in a country where you can't afford gas anymore, living in a country where you can't afford the basic food because of inflation, living in a country where digital currency enslaves you to a 15-minute city, living in a country where free speech has become a crime, or living in a country where owning a gun is a crime. You could decide to live in a country like that, or have you know, your children and your children's children grow up in a country like that too. Or you finally say enough is enough, but know that once you make that final decision, uh, there's no going back. Um, I hope it will never come to that. I hope that these wild times that we're currently living in comes to an end. It, It calms down. You know, so that we can all continue to live our lives in the best ways possible. But if things do continue to go crazy and war breaks out and everything that a lot of these people like Alex Jones, everything that they're coming out and saying is going to happen, happens. Then I wish you the best of luck. I want to thank you all for listening to the RBFTT podcast for the past two years. It's been much appreciated and an honor to speak to other people who are also searching for the truth. You can continue to follow me on X, which is Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, as I will for now continue to post content on those platforms. Thank you for listening, and the best of luck to you all.
Stay free. Never stop questioning the narrative. And always continue to search for the truth. It's 10.25 a.m. on a Wednesday, November 8th, 2023. This is host Mark Ranger. And I'm signing out for the final time from RBFTT, Rangers Battlefield for the Truth. I expect that when the end of my days come, that I will die in my bed, surrounded by people that love me, faithful to first principles. But not all of you will have that luxury. Some of you may die surrounded by people who hate you, faithful to first principles in a government prison. And some of you may die faithful to first principles in a government town square to the sound of the government's trumpets blaring. When the time comes to make these awful decisions, you will know what to do because freedom lies in the human heart. And while it lies there, no army, no threat, no positivism nonsense can take it away. But it must do more than just lie there.